for a long time. Uh, some of you have been telling me this morning about the weeks and weeks that you've been away. Uh, and, and I'm thinking, oh gosh, mate, I wish I'd been away for weeks and weeks. And uh, But I know you've had an exciting summer. But you know what? We've had a really exciting summer here uh, at SPS. And I think God has been doing some amazing things amongst us. You know, we began our summer at Focus together. Uh, and it was just so exciting for us to be able to go away and spend time together. Uh, you know, Charlotte and I really enjoyed uh, getting to meet uh, many of you there. It was a, an absolutely fantastic uh, time away. You know, and then it's just been an incredible time throughout the whole summer. Uh, the kids have been doing their special summer activity. They've been learning all about Noah. In fact, they've painted their own ark. Um, it was kind of more of a small boat in the garden. Uh, but they've been learning lots about, about Noah and about our God. Uh, we've done a series called I'm Listening. We've been inviting God to speak to us. Uh, and it's been amazing just to pause and take some time to say, God, I'm listening. Will you speak? And, and the last few weeks have just been a kind of a hive of activity uh, with our children and our young people. Uh, thank you to everyone who is involved in the Energize camps and uh, has been blessing the local community. Uh, it's been incredible to see what's been happening there. Thank you for all of you that have been praying about that. Uh, we had our champions, SPS Kids Champions Week uh, last week, and that was amazing uh, too. And as you heard earlier, our youth group went to Soul Survivor, and, and I had the great honor really of going with them and it was an amazing time it was an incredible uh, time just to see God at work in their lives you know what we have an amazing youth group here at this church yeah, we took a dozen of them away and they were just so confident in the presence of God. They were down the front, uh, just kind of with their hands up, leading the way in worship, praying for one another, ministering to other young people that they'd never met before. It was an absolute privilege to see. It was so, so exciting. And so I've kind of finished the summer feeling quite pumped now, feeling quite excited. I'm feeling confident because... When I see Jesus, I have confidence. And you know, that's a really good thing, I think, for me, because also right now, I think I've got quite a lot of reasons to feel quite daunted. You know, I'm aware that we're heading into this new term. September has suddenly arrived, and I'm the new guy. You know, if you're new here today, I know exactly how you feel. I'm new and it feels quite daunting. You know, I'm not just new here, but I guess it's been a massive summer of change for Charlotte and I and for Adelaide. It's, you know, it's a new job and a new house, a new church, a new community. Adelaide starts a, a brand new school on Wednesday. You know, it's all new and new can often feel really, really daunting. And I guess if I'm really honest with you, I'm stood here just thinking... Wow, well, I, I want to be the, the best leader that I can be. But I'm also very aware of all of my failings, of the mistakes that I make over and over and the things that I get wrong. And that's quite daunting too. You know, when I look at myself, there's an awful lot to be daunted about. And in fact, if I'm honest, when I look at you guys, there's an awful lot to be daunted about. And I'm serious because, because when I look out, I see you and you are SPS. You are St. Paul Shadwell and you are incredible. You are ama- This is an amazing place. This is an amazing church. It's a church with a big, bold 
epic vision to make disciples, to transform communities and to plant churches. That is huge. And you know, the daunting thing is that I know that you guys are not just all talk. But actually that is what you are. That is what you do. That is what you've been seeing. That is what you do see now. You know, you guys are incredible and I've loved being here over the summer just talking to many of you and hearing the incredible stories of people who have come to faith here people who've been baptized here it's been amazing to hear from some of you just the incredible ways that you are serving and building bridges across this community you know blessing people all over the place showing them the love of Jesus it's been incredible to see how you are all involved in that You know, you are a transformational church and you really do plant churches. You know, just over the last few years, four new churches, congregations have been planted out of this place. And we heard from Benedict in the summer, who was All Hallows uh, Bow, and he's now planting from there into Canning Town. You know, that's that's your grandchild plant that is it's incredible I mean that is a stop for a minute that is incredible you know and that is what God is doing in and through you all Uh, this church has a rich history and it has a clear clear mandate to be a place that works beyond its walls that pulls together the people of God all over Tower Hamlets all over East London And together we all shine the love of Jesus. Together people get to see Jesus. And that's because of what you guys are. And I just want to say right at the start, you guys are amazing. And actually I want to encourage you in that. Because I know so often when you're right in the middle of that, it's sometimes quite hard to see. And actually it's often quite hard, full stop. And you need to be encouraged. And I want to begin this term by encouraging you as someone from the outside who's been resourced by you guys from the outside. I want to come in and be able to say, well done. You guys are incredible. What God is doing here is incredible. And I just feel so honoured and fairly terrified that I get to join in with all that God is doing amongst you here at St. Paul's Shadwell. You know, there's a lot to be daunted about. But my confidence is growing because I have confidence when I see Jesus. And so the topic that I would like to talk about today, the topic that I'd love us to begin with, is Jesus. You know, how else could we start than to talk about Jesus? You know, Jesus is the reason we are here. You know, we exist to celebrate Jesus. We organize ourselves around him. We relate to one another and come together in his presence. And we evangelize. We invite people to come and join us. You know, that's what we do. That's what you do. That's the core of SPS. You know, we are Jesus people, people who celebrate him loudly. 
who worship him confidently. You know, and that's why we know that Sundays are so important. It's not the only opportunity that we get to do that. But what we do on a Sunday is important because we come together to celebrate who Jesus is. We celebrate, we organize ourselves around Jesus. And that takes intentionality from every single one of us to make choices about what we do with our resources, with our finances and our time, to make bold choices to ensure that Jesus really is the centre of everything that we do. We celebrate, we organise, we relate to one another. You know, we choose to meet together and love one another because we've been loved by God. And we evangelize. You know, we tell other people about this amazing Jesus that we see. And that's why I'm so excited that we're going to start Alpha together at the beginning of October. I'm so excited that we get to pray into that on the 13th. You know, it's not the only way we tell Jesus, but it's one of the ways that we know works so well. One of the, the pieces of equipment that we have to enable us to tell people about Jesus. We celebrate, we organise, we relate and we evangelise. That is our core. That is our core. It's simple. And, and I believe here it's strong. Why don't you turn to someone sitting next to you and say, I've got a strong core. Why don't you just, just turn to the person next to you and say, I've got a strong core. You know, I think, we could, I think you can be confident as you say that. You know, if it, if it helps, if it helps, why don't you say to them, why don't you say to them celebration, organisation, relationships and evangelism. Say that. You know, that is the core of who we've been called to be. That is the core of what you are at SPS. And you have a strong core. You really do. You can be confident in that. You know, I, I don't know, you may have seen this about me already, but I really like Instagram. Instagram's something I do. If you don't do Instagram, it's basically kind of like one of these new social media things where you get to look at loads of pictures, share loads of pictures. It's a big picture community. And... Uh, and one of the things I, I kind of, I, have to, I admit, one of the things that I see an awful lot of on Instagram are, are abs. Yeah, I, you know, sometimes helpful, sometimes not so much. But, you know, I see an awful lot of abs on Instagram. If you're on Instagram, you might well know what I mean. There's been this kind of fitness kind of revolution, this fashion fitness revolution, and everyone seems to be uh, so preoccupied with their, with their abs. In fact, I was watching a TV program the other day, and it was trying to demonstrate in our culture how our, our appreciation of abs, uh, abdominal muscles, by the way, if you're not following my uh, slang, uh, how, how our appreciation of abs has changed, and it was showing some of the X-Men films, and it was showing a picture of Hugh Jackson as Wolverine in the first X-Men film, and, uh, and, and then it showed a picture of him in the last, most recent X-Men film, and the picture now is just of him, uh, like, with this ridiculous kind of, like, washboard stomach looking absolutely pumped up, whereas the original one, he just looked like a normal guy, and there's been this kind of revolution about how we think about our abs. But one of the things that I've noticed is that for me, you know what, it's easy 
to actually lose confidence when I spend a lot of time looking at other people. I don't know if you can believe that about me. And the other thing that I notice is, you know, there are so many quick fixes. You know, there are so many kind of instant potions that promise so much. So many fad diets that promise to deliver so much, but actually deliver so little. And you know, as Christians, I think we can often spend time looking at others, wishing that we were as strong as others, as fit as others. But you know, it is our sight of Jesus, our sight of the God who always will be, that is what strengthens our core and enables us to confidently celebrate and worship, to make bold choices as we organize ourselves, to relate courageously to one another and to bravely evangelize and invite people to come and to join us. And you know, I, I believe that we have confidence when we see Jesus. And I really believe that God's word for us as we head into this new season together, is be bold. You know, be bold and confident, not because of what we see in ourselves or what we see in others, but because of what we see in Jesus. And so, you know, over the coming weeks, uh, we're going to do just that. And I'd love us to start a series to help us with that by looking at the book of Hebrews. Uh, and, and just by a very quick way of introduction today, I'd love it if you could turn to Hebrews with me now. Hebrews chapter 1. Um, I'm just going to read a couple of verses uh, as we get started. But you know, Hebrews is a letter uh, right near the end of the New Testament. Um, and it's an incredible piece of writing. The writer of Hebrews is basically just saying over and over and over, Jesus is amazing. And as we look at him, we can be bold. And he goes to great length to explain why Jesus is amazing. So I'm just going to read six verses for us today. I'm going to read the first three verses of chapter one, and then I'm going to jump to the last three verses of chapter four. So the writer of Hebrews says this, he says, In the past God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things and through whom he made the universe. The son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word, after he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith that we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without sin. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. 
You know, what an amazing piece of scripture. You know, the writer of Hebrews is here saying, Jesus is amazing. He is incredible. And because of him, we can have confidence. And the first thing he says here, right at the beginning, he says, God speaks. In verse one, God speaks and God speaks now and God speaks to us by his son. And I want you just to pause for one moment and think about that. God speaks now to us by his son. You know, that is massive. It's huge. And actually for the original hearers of this letter, you know, people with a Jewish background, that would have been huge, that Jesus speaks now to us. You know, the Old Testament, the Jews' history, their not-too-distant history for these guys was full of stories of how God had spoken specific things to specific people at specific times. Specific things to specific people at specific times. You know, the fact that God spoke was not a question, but the fact that he might speak to me, that he might speak now, you know, this was massive. This is, this is huge. You know, mankind's relationship up until then had always been mediated via somebody else. Uh, you know, always via a priest or a, or a prophet. But suddenly everything changed. Suddenly Jesus came into the picture. Uh, and this is, I think, sometimes we f- something we forget here as Christians in 2016. Because, you know, perhaps we've been a Christian for a while. Perhaps, perhaps we haven't, you know. But maybe this is the only kind of religion that we know. You know, of course Jesus speaks to me. Of course I can expect him to move in my life. You know, but it wasn't always like that. You know, sometimes things change and we, and we can't even imagine what it was like before. You know, I said I, I like Instagram. I can't even imagine what the world was like without Instagram now. It's only, been a few, it's only been a few years. I can't imagine going to a wedding and everyone not taking loads and loads of pictures and sharing them in an instant, you know. But the reality is it wasn't always like that. You know, I know when Charlotte and I got married, it's, and this makes me feel really old now, but I remember our wedding photographer came to meet us uh, just before the wedding, and she said, um, "She said, oh, I hope you don't mind, but I was, I'll, I'll do it properly. I'll do it properly. I promise. But I was, I'm wondering, would you mind if I took a few um, digital photos? It's this new thing that's come out, and, and I'd love to take some digital photos. <laughs> you know, that was only 15 years ago, but it just, and all of a sudden now, I can't imagine the world where actually, if I don't, if I want to remember something, I can go snap, snap, snap. I've got you know a phone with a camera in my pocket all the time, and it's revolutionised the way that I live. And I think it's a little bit like that when we think about Jesus. You know, Jesus comes in and revolutionises the way that we can be with God. It's amazing. If you like, Jesus is God allowed. The God that we can hear and see and feel. The God who touches us and draws close to us. 
Jesus is God aloud, big and bold and beautiful. He's the radiance of God's glory. There's so much in these verses and we just haven't got time to look at them, but we know that he's the, the heir and the creator. You know, he's the king of heaven who's going to inherit all things and be there forever, but he was also involved in creation, the creation of the universe. You know, he's the beginning and the end. And then in verse 3, we see actually he's the saviour who purifies our sins. He's the beginning and the end and also the one who steps into the middle to bridge the gap. It's all about Jesus. And because of Jesus, we get to approach our God Boldly, our God of love, whose arms are now always, always open because we have confidence when we see Jesus. You know, and I believe that God is saying to us as we step into this new season together be bold, be confident, see me. I am your vision, Jesus says. And as you see me, you will have confidence. Confidence to be strong to the core. Confident in the way you celebrate, not just on a Sunday, but on a Monday morning. Not just in these walls, but in your office, in your house, on the streets. You know, confident to boldly make choices in your life as you organize and orientate yourself around Jesus. As you carefully think about your time and your money, and your creativity, about your energy, and orientate yourself around Jesus. Confident as you boldly forge relationships with with one another and with new people, and day after day, prefer one another, love one another, in the good times and the bad times. And bold and confident as we evangelize and reach out to those around us and invite them to join us as we look at this Jesus we see. You know, when we see Jesus, we can be bold. You know, and I believe that as Christians, we can be the most confident people. And I say that not in an arrogant way, but in a fully self-assured way, assured of who we are, loved by Jesus. You know, we can be the most confident people because we see a Jesus whose arms are always wide and who is always ready to receive us. You know, when I think about boldness, and I'll finish with this, when I think about boldness, I can't help but think about my little girl, Adelaide. You know, she for me is just a picture of determination and bold, bold uh, confidence. A little bit of recklessness too, but bold, bold confidence. And one of the things that I have loved uh, recently is, uh, is taking her to a swimming pool. And she's been learning how to swim. And we've been going to a pool uh, in Hoxton. It's a really little pool and it's got an amazing kind of graduated uh, entrance. And, uh, and, and I love it. We kind of go in, she gets changed, puts a little, she's tiny, she's tiny. She puts a little swimming costume on and then she kind of goes, kind of, I know you shouldn't run. She goes running off uh, towards the entrance to the pool. And, uh, and I'm amazed at her confidence as she hits the water. 
and she's kind of just getting her feet wet and she just keeps on going down the slope and she keeps on going boldly, getting deeper and deeper and deeper and I'm kind of chasing after her and I'm like this, I'm kind of like waiting for her to fall or waiting for something to go wrong and she's kind of just keeping half an arm on me but just boldly going into the deep end and gradually the water comes up to her chin and she's still going and she's got, basically she's got this tiny, tiny little nose Okay, if you've seen her, you know she's got a tiny little nose and she goes up to her chin and then she keeps on going like this until all you can see is this tiny little nose like that just poking up over the water. And then all of a sudden I think the kind of the fear kicks in and she suddenly goes <gasps> like that and she looks at me and I just scoop her up in my arms and she gives me the biggest hug and it's amazing. You know, she is so bold. You know, and I believe there's a picture for us as we step out together in this new term that God is calling us to be bold and confident. You know, my prayer is that we would throw ourselves boldly into the deep end together with our eye on Jesus, knowing that his arms are wide open. We can have confidence in him. Amen. Can we stand? I'm going to pray for us. Matt's going to lead us as we continue in worship and then we're going to take communion together. You know, I'm so excited that we get to be here together and to do this stuff together. Heavenly Father, we, we love you.